Hey, everybody, it's Thursday, and tonight Molly and I will be going to the Warriors game. Yay! Pretty good seat, so if you are looking at the Warriors bench, look just to the right, and uh, we might have pretty good seats tonight for game one. Go Dubs, but oh uh, a big what show a today. Day. What do we got on deck for today, Molly? Big show today. We're going to start with just a little bit of a news update that broke after we stopped recording yesterday, which I hate it when that happens, but it allows us to have a slightly more nuanced conversation about Sheryl Sandberg uh, leaving Meta after 14 years. Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, then we're going to go on to talk to our friend Lon Harris. It is this week in streaming Thursdays. And so we are going to go all in on Obi-Wan Kenobi uh, and the first three episodes, lots of spoilers. So if you haven't seen it yet, you're going to want to save this episode until you catch up. And episode three is a doozy. We also talk about maybe the uh, racism issue in the star wars community is it representative of something bigger and then what happened in the sequels and in this show it's a complicated discussion uh but a good one and we'll also Mm -hmm. touch on the uh court tv uh streaming uh success of uh or this the crazy numbers for the uh, amber heard and johnny depp trial which is thankfully open it's It's gonna be a great show what is happening in society stick with us (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's gonna be a great show with some dystopian moments stick with us stick with stick with us yeah stick I, with I, us. i'm gonna say stick with us yeah. stick with us i'm gonna say stick with us, for sure this week in startups is brought to you by vanta compliance and security shouldn't be a deal breaker for startups to win new business vanta makes it easy for companies to get a SOC 2 report fast twist listeners can get one thousand dollars off for a limited time at vanta.com slash twist masterworks Masterworks is the first company allowing investors exposure into the blue chip artwork asset class. Twist listeners can skip the 30,000 person waitlist by going to masterworks.io and using the promo code TWIST. And LinkedIn Talent Solutions. A business is only as strong as its people and every hire matters. Go to linkedin.com slash twist and get a $50 credit towards your first job post. Before we get to Lon, let's talk about the breaking news uh, that Mm. occurred Yes. Yesterday, it, it was funny, too, because there was a Bloomberg article that was like, well, this is like 11 years in the making, but it finally <laughs> happened. Yes. Meta Chief Operating Officer Sheryl Sandberg, she, uh, the architect of the business model and all of the good and ill that that brought is leaving mm. the company in the fall after a full yeah. 14 years there. She joined, of course, in 2008, built out the ad business, wrote the book Lean In became the face of things like the Cambridge Analytica scandal, Facebook's handling of election interference and misinformation. Apparently, recently, there was a story that said that she allegedly manipulated the Daily Mail not to post a story about her former boyfriend, a complicated, to say the least, legacy, not only at this company, but in this country. Yeah. I mean, let's face it, you know, she, yeah, and I was very, uh, close friends of her uh, former for of her husband who passed away Dave Goldberg and yeah. I am friendly with Cheryl so just as a slight disclaimer here um and I, in fact I texted her last night and just said congratulations on a 14 year run we're, we're friendly and we're friends uh, and your husband was a dear friend of mine uh so you know it's complicated um Facebook you know I've been super critical of uh for many years um and Cheryl is an extraordinary executive who helped build Google's ad business and then built Facebook's and those are the number one and the number two so in the uh column of you know competency and perhaps uh 
you know, one of the greatest executives in the modern history of Silicon Valley, Sheryl Sandberg's on the short list, if you were to look at COOs, uh, and people's uh, people in operations, uh, you know, not founders, but people who helped founders build companies. Uh, she's in the top two or three, uh, along with people like a Tim Cook, uh, or a Sundar. Um, you know, there are people who are uh, the people behind the founders uh, who actually build these businesses, and she is a legendary one. And uh, obviously had a lot of influence on uh, culture and women in business and leaning in those are all the great things but Facebook also had a lot of challenging things and uh, its ability to uh, really handle disinformation election fraud all of these things was clearly suboptimal and bad and I think Zuckerberg's decision making is horrible and <laughs> he made decisions to grow the business and I thought maybe she should have left as you, you were referring to in the Bloomberg one, you know, seven years ago. Um, and um, she also had to be the face of this because let's face it, Zuckerberg's a horrible communicator. So for many years, she had to go out and take the arrows uh, for decisions Zuck made. And I think people kind of recognize that as well. So I wish her well in her philanthropy and uh, everything else, um, you know, in her, what do you her life. Yeah. Thing? um that it says about the future of this company because we've speculated on this show that maybe zuckerberg would become executive chairman or that he would spin yeah. out meta into sort of its own thing and maybe you know give cheryl the ceo title at facebook much like google did idea, with yeah. susan wojcicki yeah. at youtube yeah, yeah. yeah. and so th th I, this to me just feels like i mean look if you're a multi-billionaire and you've put your time in and you've taken yeah. a lot of arrows and like you just want to live your life and live it well and great. do philanthropy and do whatever else, great, right? You should yeah. totally do that. But also when you're dealing with ambitious people, you do wonder if there was a job that she wasn't, wasn't going to be given. Well, that's what happened at Google. So yeah. I have no idea what's happening here. I have no inside information. I don't talk to Zuck. I, I rarely talk to Cheryl, uh, but we're friendly. Um, so I don't have any inside information in this case. Uh, I'm always very honest with that with the audience. So but she did she should have become a board member at Google. Uh, she should have been president maybe or CEO candidate. And I think that's probably why she left there. You know, sometimes you have to leave a company to get recognized for your unique talent. You, you might have experienced that yourself, Molly. Um, and it, I don't think it's even a gender based thing, but it might be more acute for women. I don't know. Um, but a lot of times talent has to leave a place because there's no more slots ahead of them, right? There's, yeah. there's a backlog, right? And so the easiest way to move up the ladder is to go uh, jump onto another ladder and, and go one rung up. And uh, I think that's what she did at Facebook, right? She mm -hmm. became the number two, where at Google, you know, it was a little bit of a Game of Thrones there for a bit. Marissa Mayer, uh, Salar, there were a lot of different people, you know, Susan Wojcicki, who were in the running for different departments. And, um, you know, I guess that causes some air traffic control in the executive ranks. So yeah, I think there, it clearly shows that Zuckerberg wants to run this. Yeah, I think Zuckerberg probably yeah. feels with the pullback in the stock with everybody hating on him with, you know, the scrutiny they're under, that maybe he needs to just rule with an iron fist and be in charge. And, you know, for society writ large, I think it's probably a loss because I have a feeling she was the rudder that was probably protecting Zuckerberg from bad decisions. So as much as people would be critical of her, I actually think the story might be 
if she wasn't there, this thing would have been 10 times worse. And the bad behavior would have been worse. And, you know, uh, policing the system would have been worse. She's a good actor, Could I be. believe, yeah. knowing her, and always tried to do the right thing. I think she didn't have the power and the final decision to do the right thing. That falls on Zuck, who right. is the God King, who not only controls whatever decision making, you know, Cheryl wanted to make, um, he controls right. the board. So he answers to no one. And so and he you know, by every single whistleblower account by every yeah. internal account by every like, you know, named yeah. employee account, um, made all of the decisions around right prioritize the engagement no matter what like yes, targeted advertising the business model that she built. It got to become an out of control monster, right? It violates people's privacy. It like incentivizes terrible behavior. Mm. It like distorts reality. There are all of these things that are issues when you build targeted advertising at scale mm. that don't have anything to do with morality specifically. That's like mm. an organism that grows out of control becomes yeah. dangerous. What we hear over and over and over is that the decision-making that caused so much of this harm and exacerbated that harm came from Mark. Yeah. And I mean, he is now obvious. like now he's booting yep. generals yep. and consolidating all the power. And so like, don't buy that fucking metaverse. <laughs> don't do it. Uh, I, yeah. <laughs> it, 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 there's definitely some, I would be very concerned. Uh, you know, if you care about society and the impact social media has on society, I think losing Cheryl is yeah. A big loss. Yeah. If you care about the stock price, and you want to have a marauding capitalist yeah i think um you know this means that maybe he will become even i think he will become more freewheeling and uh yeah so and i, I, I mean, mean listen we it's don't another know, situation like, where i so somebody in our comments is saying you know he gets all the credit and well she's getting all the credit and zero blame and i i think that's oh, a fair i don't comment. know about that I don't know about that. I think she I gets think some blame for comment. being. I think she should get some blame for be, for this yeah, business I mean, model for Cambridge Analytica. She, she was there. Like, there's yeah. no, you know, if you're if you want to quit and protest and become the whistleblower, you can totally do that. And that did not happen. So I think, like, I I maintain what I said at the top of the segment, which is it's always going to be, I think, a complicated legacy for sure. Of course, if she had left it, if she had left before the at elections. Best. You know, you know yeah. that would have been better. And I think she would have been amazing as a politician. I think she would have run for president eventually. Um, yeah. I think she would have been secretary of state or something like that. If Hillary had won, I think I could see her leaving her post earlier and then, you know, being in the government. She's she she started in government, as uh, my understanding. And so, you know, and now you have to wonder, you know, is it too hard now for her to go into politics? Yeah. Because, my God, Facebook was such a disaster at times. And so There's with people... There's a sting. Yeah, I think that that could. Yeah, but I mean, maybe better, ultimately, because a life in politics is sounds pretty brutal. Also terrible. <laughs> also um, terrible. Well, on that note, now yeah. that Darth Vader has completely cemented uh, his control of meta, let's yeah. talk about Star, Star Wars, shall we? <laughs> yes. Yeah, here we go. This week in mm. this week in streaming with Lon Harris up next. So it is really important for founders to understand what SOC 2 compliance is. Basically, I'm just going to dumb it down real quick. If you are a SaaS or a services company and you need to store customer data in the cloud, then you need to be SOC 2 verified from a third party in order to close major customers. If you're not SOC 2 compliant, you cannot close big deals. 
Okay, we got that out of the way, but here's the thing. SOC 2 verification is brutal. It is time-consuming, tedious, and expensive, or at least it was, but now there's Vanta. Vanta software makes it way easier to get and renew your SOC 2 compliance. On average, Vanta customers are SOC 2 compliant in just two to four weeks. That's compared to three to five months without Vanta. You don't have that kind of time. You're running a startup here. And Vanta partners with over two dozen audit firms who have been trained to file SOC 2 reports directly within Vanta. And here's the best part. Vanta is going to give you $1,000 off. Get $1,000 off at vanta.com slash twist. That's vanta.com slash twist for $1,000 free dollars. Hey, everybody. It's Thursday. That means this week in streaming, the unofficial <laughs> new show uh, slash segment with mm-hmm. our pal, Lon Harris. How you doing, Lon? I'm pretty good. I feel like it's very official at this point. It's official. It's official. official. In it's my official. Heart, it's official. I mean, we have to make another stream and just call it this week, this week in streaming. Exactly. Um, I guess we got to start with Obi-Wan. Um, Let's start with Obi-Wan. We're three episodes I'm, I'm in. Where am I Star Wars shirt? Oh, mm-hmm. my Lord. Nice. I, where do I begin? Um, I think just I am absolutely loving it. I am thrilled. There are things I could criticize. But for f- sake, the third episode... Oof. And there's this is going to be super spoiler. So if you haven't seen Obi Wan, oh yeah, just fast forward 15 minutes. But this is uh, we're here to talk about spoilers. Mm-hmm. This is the most sadistic, insane Darth Vader that we have seen to date. Period. Full stop. It is absolutely this last episode. Whatever problems people have with the first two episodes, I think you have to look at. Darth Vader walking down a street, randomly cracking children's necks, dragging yeah, Obi-Wan through burning fire and saying, like, your pain is just starting. Like, I'm going to torture you forever. Yeah. And you you, you didn't think Darth Vader could be more terrifying. And I think this is the most terrifying I've ever felt about Darth Vader. Lon, mm-hmm. Molly, a- am I crazy or just reliving my youth? I think they what, sort of, what's going on here? Rogue One, if you'll recall that movie, yeah. they had that one scene that, that fans really took to that was like a horror movie where it's like there's the few rebel soldiers and they're stuck in that little corridor and then Darth Vader comes in and it's just like Jason Voorhees. He's just like murdering them, taking yeah. them out. Uh, and everybody loved that scene so much. Obviously, that was in their minds when they were like, let's put Darth Vader in the show. But I think this even does take it up to the next level. And they really, we've, we've only, you know, at, we got... We went back to the prequels, which was this, you know, here's Anakin Skywalker before he became Darth Vader. And then, you know, Return of the Jedi is this sort of redemptive story. So we've only really ever had a little pocket of time when Darth Vader was really like at his peak level of evil. Uh, And and it's fun. Yeah, it's fun that they're getting to like live in that world where it's just like he's the ultimate supervillain. And also three little words, people. James Earl Jones. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I was like, great. oh my how freaking great. god, it's actually Darth Vader. Like, yeah, it's yeah. so, as fan service, it's phenomenal. And yeah, like, we've only encountered Darth Vader, like, after he's already hella scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Slightly on the de- decline, right? There are, like, He's an old hints, man. He's an old man. He's an old man, and there are hints that there's this kind of rebellion against his kind of, like, Jedi, but, you know, they're just, like, whatever, old witch Jedi, man, yeah. you know? Yeah. And then he's redeemed, and this is just, like, oh my god yeah he is beyond 
I also Beyond love Evil. Yeah. They all they talk a little bit about, you know, Star Wars is kind of like it's like a poem. It rhymes. Like you take stuff from the old stuff and then work it into the new stuff. Yeah. And the lightsaber battle really feels like those original trilogy, Darth versus Luke, where it's it's cause it's character development while they're having the battle. And also, uh, I, I felt like they did a little bit in the performance where he's kind of toying with Obi-Wan. Like it's almost yeah, like no, the Empire he, Strikes Back definitely. battle where he knows he could easily kill Luke if he wanted to. He's playing with his food. And he's toying with him and letting <laughs> him kind of get a little bit ahead and then striking back. And uh, it, it's it's delightful. I thought it was it's really delightful. And he doesn't, really you know, when Darth Vader's like, oh, Obi-Wan's escaping, it's like, there, there's some things like logically you have to think through because mm-hmm. I, I just I, you have to talk about the fight scene because mm-hmm. the first two episodes you're like okay where are the lightsabers like this is are we gonna right. have six episodes of no lightsabers because this is star wars this is obi-wan and darth vader and so i thought this is you know i thought this was coming in episode six so right. brilliant I mean, most on of us st- thought they would kick this to the end yeah mm-hmm. we thought this would be the build-up right we're yeah. gonna have five episodes where he doesn't turn on the lightsaber and then on the sixth one he's magically the greatest jedi again you know and ewan mcgregor puts up a good fight nope no nope. episode three gets his ass kicked. he gets his ass handed to him yeah. you mm-hmm. have not been practicing you're out of touch you're you've got ptsd clearly and i am now going to torture you the way i was tortured and that's when you're like, wow, he's on Mustafar, the the planet. Yeah. Looking out, I I kind of had uh, this thing. I'm like, why is he on Mustafar? Like, as a, and it's like, oh yeah, this is where his pain and suffering happened. Being right. a Sith is about pain and suffering. Exactly. It's the about embracing your suffering. hate. You know. Yeah. Yes. When he says like, you know, like yeah, go, turning to the dark side, embrace your hate. The Emperor always is, you know, right. egging people on to and just what he did. lean in, lean in <laughs> to our <laughs> yeah. other story that will be coming up today. You want to lean into that dark side and <laughs> my Lord, he leaned in. He's like, yes, I, I got burned alive and lost a limb. And now I'm going to drag you through fire so you can feel yeah. what it's like to have your flesh melt off your body. Yeah. Like, it's, oh it's, my God. But here's the thing. It makes no logical sense that he, because he extinguishes the fire, right? Um, like instantly oh, with his allows force power. Obi-Wan to, to and he sort allows of escape Obi-Wan to go. Like, Wait, you just lifted Obi-Wan in the air. You just dragged him fire. Why don't you just lift Obi-Wan's body back to you and take him to torture him some more? So it's like, well, there's some logic problem here, but I'm going to forgive it because it's clear he wants to extend this, you know, torturous mm-hmm. relationship and make yeah. Obi-Wan suffer until he's in a back to tank with one of four limbs. I mean, this is where this sadistic insane like this is i mean a level of sadism yeah. yeah that you didn't even know darth vader have like what what have we seen darth vader do cut off luke's hand mm-hmm. force choke people right okay and he's really arguably not even the one who blew he didn't have the idea to blow up alderaan like yes they developed the death star and whatever yeah. but you know he doesn't he's not the guy who gives the order to destroy alderaan yeah, that's, that's Tarkin, that, right yeah, yeah. exactly yeah, and so, is like, the guy who blows up Alderaan. So a lot of crime is sort of laid on Darth Vader in the background and in Mm -hmm. the buildup to the movies that we have seen. Um, Mm -hmm. But this is like, oh, yeah, no, he is horrible. So we got Darth Vader. Amazing. Amazing. I mean, that was like thrilling. Peak Darth Vader for me was not what I expected. I kept my expectations super low on this because Boba Fett didn't hit a lot of notes. Mandalorian right. hit all the notes. Mm-hmm. So now they're sending me on this roller coaster. I'm like, 
it's not like Marvel where like, I don't know what the run of Marvel was, but I can't remember like the Marvel movie I was disappointed in during that super stretch. And here I was like, ah, Boba Fett, you know, I really wanted to root for it. We talked about it here. And, but, eh, you know, yeah. it was like, a, it was like a seven of 10 oh, for me man. where Mandalorian was 10. This thing's like 12 for me now. Like this, this is just blown away. My that episode really hit for me. And I was, yeah. I was, and I'll be curious to know what you, I am not, I'm loving everything about little Leia set up in okay, terms of. Okay, that was of, my next question. Yeah, let's right, go Leia. Like, and yet, like old guy and annoying kid uh, romp and adventure yeah. is like not my favorite genre. So I wasn't sure about one and two. Mm. You know, I was like, I'm here for it because it's very satisfying to build up this understanding of why Leia would go to Obi-Wan, yeah. right? Like the, the, the building of the relationship and learning a little more about Leia and how she's force sensitive. Like that's all very exciting. But also like a 10 year old kid is annoying. I think we can all agree. <laughs> Well, the running through the woods and not getting captured in that episode. I mean, it's it's like, the, come on, guys. There's a lot of kind of goofy looking action in, in all I'm the like, Star Wars things. I was like, come on. All the fight scenes are so weirdly slow in those first two episodes. Like, it's, it's almost like a slow-mo, like, mm. like you can a sort of, of the, see. I, I think that's all where... Right, so tell me what you think of Leia. That's yeah, what I really like Leia. the Leia thing. I, I, okay. I thought, I really liked how they leaned in very purposefully on making us think that this was going to be about Obi-Wan and Luke. Like they even yes, announced right. here's the young actor playing Luke before the show. And they released yes. those early photos of here's him watching Luke. And then that was a nice, you know, fake out that mm -hmm. it's actually him Head and, and young Leia that we Brilliant. didn't really, you know, we thought of her. She's with the Organas on Alderaan. She's fine. Uh, you wouldn't have thought of that. So I thought that was a clever thing to do. I love this young actress. It's all she's listen. She's she's precocious. She's a young girl. It could it could be a little chirpy and annoying. I get that, but I do feel like this is a very realistic depiction of what Princess Leia's character would have been like as a ten year old girl. She would have been very bossy. Nailed it. She would have oh, been. She's just very, like her. Yeah, yeah, a lot of attitude. Like she's playing young Carrie Fisher perfectly. I perfectly. Think. Yes. She looks like her. The outfits are totally reminiscent. The hair is perfect. Like right. I should be clear. I, mainly I'm saying I'm happy that the series is about I did not want six episodes of them running yeah, through planets no, and having did. adventures right, right? And so I, I mean that was also if you'll recall this was originally going to be a movie the original Obi-Wan concept was pitched as a two-hour film mm. and then they were like no forget that we're going to do it as a Disney plus show but then John Favreau and Dave Filoni who do Mandalorian and Ahsoka Boba Fett all the other Disney plus Star Wars shows they said this is too similar to Mandalorian you have to yes. mix it up so, yeah. and I think you could still tell they rewrote it. They made it less like Mandalorian, but it is still functionally. It's that, that Shane, Lone Wolf and Cub, Logan. Totally. I mean, we've seen this story a whole bunch of times. Protect so the child. The seasoned old warrior comes out of retirement to protect the young child and reconnects with his humanity, blah, 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 blah. Right. We the all know problem the story. here isn't with the Obi-Wan story. It's that Mandalorian stole that. This is the Obi-Wan story. Mm -hmm. He goes to Tatooine. Natural. Yes, because yeah. he went to Tatooine to look over one of the twins and Bell Organa is supposed to take care of the yeah. other, and, right? And That's and his name, Bell Organa? Bell Organa, that's Jimmy Smith, yeah. yeah. Jimmy Smith, who's who great. Which what a great. delight to see him. So fun yeah, to see him back. Him. And, uh, and who else, it, it does make sense. If, if something did happen to Leia, well, who else would Bail Organa go to? There's really uh, not that Yoda? many Jedi left. Well, yeah, yeah, Yoda is really old. On, uh, on, on Dagobah at this point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, um, it is, it couldn't be more satisfying. Like, I want to be clear. I'm, yeah. so I'm sort of saying like, I'm happy that it's already evolving in an even more satisfying way already yeah. as of episode mm -hmm. three. 
Like it's they're also so good deep, at filling in. Deep. They're so good at filling in these supporting roles with like fun people who you want to see pop up. Like Mandalorian too, you had Amy Sedaris in like a role. Yeah, so and, great. Uh, Brian Posehn and this one, uh, I've really enjoyed. You know, Kumail Nanjiani getting yeah, in there. Amazing. Flea. As the fake Jedi. Oh. Yeah, Flea. Uh, Flea. Freaking Flea, Flea. As, the, as the bounty hunter, the first one. Did, did you guys catch the guy with the snout in this most yes. recent one? Was Zach Braff? Incredible. Right. Yeah, he was funny, and yeah. and the fact that like he's palling around with stormtroopers, and stormtroopers are like grunt workers who are like punching a clock. I felt like, like they're giving. That them was like a very dialogue. nice like. Okay, like we get to. to me. Like, like, like oh, they make them. To- I they're felt total like they cops. were like cop. Like they gave them like police dialogue in this yes, episode. It, it was, was like, like cops. it was like, like cops. Like oh, where we got to go now? These guys don't uh, know what get they're some doing. Some donuts. Oh you know? uh, yeah, another yeah, day. Exactly, you know, right. it's just like they're going through their routine, right? And, like, and of course they're not- they're hassling civilians, of course, and yeah, they are. Rex like friendly mega. Who doesn't like a little order? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was pretty. That was pretty mega. A little light tyranny. Yeah, a little it's like a, journey. It's Who doesn't like a little order? Was a nice. That's a nice poll. Yeah, right. we're, sure. we're going to explore this also in Andor, which is the other. Series oh my god! Did you out. see the trailer for Andor yeah, yet, Molly? Yeah, no. Oh my god! It is next level. It's like no other Star Wars world you've seen. It it's feels the totally the Rogue One, where we're going to follow Diego yeah. Luna's character like, so before the events of Rogue One. So it's it's the formation of the oh, Rebel Alliance, right? basically. Yeah. Oh my God, I love everything about this. I mean, honestly, yeah, so I, and good. I'm happy to see that Obi Wan Kenobi is in fact the most watched Disney Plus original. Oh, it yeah. shows that like commitment to the original characters in some yes. ways, possibly way too much as no. we have seen from <laughs> no, the fans. No, no, no. But just, hmm. just that was right. just a throwaway line because we want to acknowledge it. Um, but mm. you, but right, it just is go. like, it's, it's perfect. Like it really is right, for those so of us who grew up with this is perfect. In the VC world, we don't settle for small or medium wins. No, we're looking for a hundred X and up, but in today's down market, it's hard to find the outliers. We all know that it's hard to find even 20 to 30% appreciation. Stock market has been clobbered. Well, the $1.7 trillion art market is an asset class that is historically uncorrelated with the stock market. In fact, an Andy Warhol just sold for a staggering $195 million. You may have seen it. It's a beautiful painting. And Masterworks is an amazing platform that lets any investor buy shares in blue chip art. In fact, last year, I bought some shares in this Basquiat, one of my favorite artists on Masterworks. And you can see it on the screen if you're watching. It's just a gorgeous painting, and I own a little piece of it. Masterworks has already sold three paintings and realized 30% net annualized returns each time. So this is no longer theoretical that they're going to buy these paintings and hope to get a return. The returns are actually happening. So congratulations to the team at Masterworks. I met with them recently. What a great team. Skip the wait list and receive the JCal VIP treatment. Go to masterworks.com slash twist for priority access. See important regulation aid disclosures at masterworks.io slash disclaimer. We have to talk about, I think, the sequels and the fact that Star Wars fans, some number of them are horrible and don't like yeah. black Star Wars characters to the point at which the Star Wars Twitter handle has to remind people to not be racist pieces of garbage. What is happening, Lon? Like, I, I mean, I think oh, we that, have one in we have one in our chat right yeah, now saying so. it's just a social <laughs> oh, justice no. warrior show. Oh, you know. oh no, you're uh, gonna want to go now because it's gonna yeah, get worse for you. It's friends. gonna get super woke in here right now. Uh, yeah, it is. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I, I don't want to be woke. I don't want to be. I don't. I, I, there's like a there's 
there's like woke on this side and there's racist on this side. Like it's, can, it's a sci-fi movie. Can we it, I, be normal, everybody? I think we make a That'd mistake sometimes where we refer to we refer to this idea of the Star Wars fandom or the Star God. Wars community right. as if it's like a community that you could put a put a dome over and say these are it's we're talking about hundreds of millions, maybe billions it's everybody. of people. It's, it's everybody. everybody. Everybody yes. loves Star Wars. I mean, it, listen, it's not everybody. There are some people who don't care about Star Wars. Most people. It was a the, lot of people. It created the blockbuster concept along with it's, Jaws, correct? There, yes. And there, there it's are very literally few, crossover. There are very few other IPs that you you can't even really talk about the community in any rational way because it's just too many people. So, of course, right. any group that's that big is going to contain awful people and right. mean people and racists and aggressive, whatever, whatever. I don't hmm. think it's necessarily a reflection of Star Wars. I think it's a reflection of how many people around the world okay. love Star Wars. It's a Wars. lot of big numbers. When you're talking about numbers that big, you're going to have a, a cross section so of the fandom that is, you know, Moses lame. Ingram is an african-american woman playing the third is it the third sister third sister yes third sister third, third sister is the, the name of reva um, they're, they're all hierarchical the, there's the yes. grand inquisitor and then they're all named like fourth brother fifth brother, bro, like sister. where they are in the lineup you know they're mm -hmm. not sith sith operate alone um right. and they they operate as some sort of group of monks that do bidding and they're hunting my the Jedi. understanding this is covered in the clone wars cartoons yes. which i'm not as good with and rebels my, too yeah my, right. right rebels as well my understanding is that some of them were jedi who yes, were jedi. converted yes. and that others are just force sensitive people that the empire taps to like yeah. come and moses in and become is anyway. clearly and and his third and, sister yeah. is in all likelihood the Padawan we saw escaping from the Jedi Temple. I and think so she's smart, got. I think that's yeah. a smart guess. In that yeah. first episode. I, yeah. Everybody's talking about this theory. So again, we're going to talk about theories, but that's pretty obvious. Uh, and that maybe Obi-Wan or Anakin, she's got some animus towards them or both of them. Who knows where this is going to wind up by episode six, but she's kind of an interesting, annoying, abrasive character to everybody. She's on mm -hmm. her own you know, uh, mission here. She yep. is pissing off the Grand Inquisitor, in fact, stabbing him <laughs> with a lightsaber. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and she's pissing off the brother because she wants credit for stuff. And right. fifth brother, I believe, is the guy with the she's, hat. Yeah. yeah. She's yeah. taking she people's the, she's hands like off. She's starring in her own revenge movie. She's and no got one else is invited. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, I, I thought this was a fun. I twist. don't love her character, but oh, really? I think I don't love her character because you're not supposed to love her character because yeah, she's I mean, a jerk. She's mean. And, yeah, she's mean. She's like <laughs> taking people's arms off. But I think that's so, what I like about it. Star Wars has so many like deliciously evil villains. You yes. count Dooku's, you know, yes. where it's like they just they are Grand Moff Tarkin, but they they love being evil and it's a point of pride with them and they're. They're vainglorious about Darth it. Darth Maul comes to mind. Exactly. It's theatrically evil. And I like yes. that she's not that. She's just like a jerk. Like, she's just like, a, a, like if you worked with somebody <laughs> you didn't like and you they were like, you're like, <laughs> like third sister again. We got to go through this now. Yeah. You know, like she's just obnoxious and awful and like All the a time. bully, yes. not like, uh, you know, yeah. like a, you know, Darth Sidious type figure. There's something yeah. and there is something clearly deeper to her right like very likely yes. she was that padawan very likely because didn't obi-wan tell 
the rest of the Jedi not to go in. Like, I think she, she probably yeah. is like, I'm on, I'm after him personally because he abandoned us to this death and horror. Yes, that would make sense. As They're hinting around some, she's got ambition There's that we something. don't fully understand. And like Darth Vader assumes it's to become Grand Inquisitor. But he I would think know. Maybe not. He's pretty exactly. good at reading There's some people. Message. Some level you, below that. Did you see in that third episode, so they're in that kind of uh, hidey hole where mm. Obi-Wan sees a message from uh, another Jedi who had gone to the dark side and then had turned back Quinlan to Voss. the light. Yeah, Quinlan Voss. Thank you. But she <laughs> sees something in there too. That the, the, it's the, she the she rebel logo? It's the Jedi. It's a Jedi logo. It's, oh, it's a, a Jedi, Jedi logo. logo. Okay. I believe so, it's a Jedi insignia. It could be a rebel. I think it's it's too early for there to be a universal rebel insignia at this right. point. I thought it was the I rebel insignia. Was, I thought it was a Jedi thing because she definitely reacted to that. It definitely triggered her. It yeah. definitely triggered her. And I think it was more than just, triggered. um, I hate the Jedi, right? Like it was more than that. She's not, I will say that sort of separate from all the horrific racist hate that she's experienced online. I don't find her to be the most expressive actor. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, I mean, I do think that's I the want a role. little more there. And so then she's, when I like, saw you know, her the inquisitors that, are very, you know, steely. Yeah. yeah. I know. It's hard, yeah. I, I mean, just, it's hard to talk about her performance because we don't want to egg it on is, the exactly, racist been so pieces much of garbage. Stupid, hey, but, right. Uh, and, you know, and, and then this, of course, triggers the discussion of uh, the sequels. According, so according to Screen Rant, to close the, the loop on that, the symbol is none other than the crest of the Jedi Order. Got it. Go. Okay, so yeah, she's yeah. super okay. triggered. Thanks, baby. Well, is she going to try to kill Darth Vader? You think she's going to try to kill Darth Vader? I mean, I listen. I think she that wants there, to get close to him. Yes, there is definitely a level on which she is using this Obi Wan thing to rise in the ranks because she has some kind of an ulterior motive. Now, right. double maybe agent. It, maybe it's right. Maybe it's that she she wants to kill. Like, because that would make sense if she was there when Order sixty six happened. Were she blames Darth Vader for for ruining her and life, can killing kill everybody. Her yeah. It could be, but you'd have to think, you know, like, is there, I, I don't know. It seems like a that lot a of work just to twist. get in the same room with him when she, when she was already third sister. She was like right there. They, they, I mean, they clearly do not have access to him. No. So, well, he, right. We, we know we've right. established that he's, he's holed up on Mustafar in that He's asshole. like Putin right now. He's at that table yes, and everybody he, else is like way at the end of the table. He's, he's in, so, but he's that's in an seclusion. Interesting yeah. Part of this is why I think my theory that she wants to kill Darth Vader. She mm, wants to be his number two. That's and then fun. what if episode six is her having a battle with Darth Vader? Could be. Like, that would be a killer lightsaber scene. Like, that's I fun. mean, I think Darth Vader is going to cut her in half. <laughs> but well, we, what we've you, seen. You can't, she can't win because Darth Vader's got to be around yes. for and more so movies. And so her and Darth, her, Darth Vader chopping her up and throwing her in lava, you know, for <laughs> and giggles when she becomes like the yeah. Grand Inquisitor. Could be super interesting to me, at least. Something like that would like be quite a character coming, yeah. arc. It maybe she kills all the Inquisitors. Maybe she, who knows who else she kills. But if she's, yeah, she's on her own tip. Like I think you said it well, Molly. She's on her own revenge. Ah, uh, spring is in the air, people, and there has never been a better time to grow your business. And LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it easy to find the people you want to talk to faster and for free. We love LinkedIn here at Launch and at Insight. We've hired so many amazing candidates on LinkedIn. And you know what? People take it seriously. If you're posting a job on LinkedIn, people know you're serious. They know it's a great job. And that's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. You can create a free job listing in just minutes and you'll reach the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Every time I read this ad, it goes up another 10, 20 million people. It's incredible. They're going to be at a billion people soon. And now 
you can add that purple hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile. Did you ever see that where it says hiring and it's in purple? Well, you want to have that on your profile so people know you're hiring. So here's your call to action. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find candidates you want to talk to and they help you do it faster. Did you know that every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Yeah, they do. And you can post your job for free. That's linkedin.com slash twist to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply because they're giving you something for free. That leads us to the sequels, you know, episodes seven, eight, and nine, where mm-hmm. people did complain, oh, it's too woke or whatever. I, I just want to say like, because that does relate because the the person who played Finn also received a bunch of hate. John Boyega and, and Kelly Marie John Tran, Boyega. who plays Kelly Rose Marie Tico. Tran got it much worse, right? Yeah, like, we're always here, like... Yeah, and yeah. I think the, the issue is that that with Rise of Skywalker, they sort of caved. They got all this racist pushback to Finn's character, to Rose Tico, and mm-hmm. rather than push through it and say, but this is the story now, like it or lump it, they kind of, right. they pulled back. Kelly Marie Tran's barely in Rise of Skywalker at all. They were clearly setting up that Finn was going to become a Jedi, and then they don't do that. They give him this sort of other story. And and it's it's it, it's yeah. sort of, they're trying to play it both ways. They're trying to sort of exactly coddle, right. coddle the racist and be like, don't stop watching the movies. But at the same time, we're going to post tweets and have Ewan McGregor well, go on Twitter like, don't be so racist, you racist. And it's like, you could just tell the stories you want to tell and ignore them. And that's probably what they should do. It's all convoluted, right? Because you want to have valid criticism of you want to do valid criticism here, right? As we're giving hot takes for this. Mm -hmm. But you also have to recognize that there's this weird thing going on where, yeah, they're introducing wokeness or whatever, maybe on the margins trying to make the cast more diverse. That's fine with me. It's a different color. Let's not call it wokeness. Inclusive casting that's representative of the world everybody wants, right? Right. Oh, and all the alien species. They could go one step further. And that's probably what they should do because it would communicate to the people who are still pushing back against this. It's over. You you lose. It's over. You, know, you like, lost. Like what the war's Finn, over. You lost. Right. Like <laughs> what if over, you Finn lost. became a Jedi and then the movie ended with him and Ray being um, together? Why right. why wouldn't we do that? It feels like yes. well, we don't do that because we know it would make these people. But there very was another mad. thing. Well, I think there was another thing happened concurrently. They decided to kill all the characters we love and not tell their stories. And it's like Right. I, I showed up for the sequel. They tried to, to see, reboot Star Wars. Which was not what they should have done with the sequels. Mm-hmm. They should retcon those, throw them in the oh, garbage. I, I love Last and Jedi. Start I think Last over. Jedi is great. They Force well, Awakens. Right, they make it alternate version where they tell the story of Luke and Leia running the Jedi Academy and Leia becoming a Jedi. That's what I thought I was but, in for. I mean, they were gonna Rise of Skywalker. In fairness to J.J. Abrams, and rare that you're gonna hear me say that, but here we go. In fairness <laughs> no, to J.J. Totally. Abrams, write this down for all time. They did want to do more of that. It, the plan for Rise of Skywalker was to have Carrie Fisher. Yeah, you know, like the idea was mm. Han Solo was the big character we follow in Force Awakens. Luke Skywalker was the big character from the from the classic trilogy we follow in Last Jedi. And then Rise Leia. of Skywalker is supposed to be the Leia, General Leia movie, but she passed away. We, we right. lost uh, Carrie Fisher. So right. they had to rejigger the movie and, and change their plans to, to use so the footage they done. had. And it is a real shame because I think everybody would have wanted to see that. I, I, I think so too. So and then it just ended up being this like unbelievably horrible double whammy 
where they yeah. were like, okay, we'll go in this different direction. We'll reboot this. We'll restart fresh, right? Like who is right? Yeah, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, just like wipe the past. Yeah, start but new. Everybody's it, a Slayer now. It doesn't work, and and, well, and, the, and, the, and, the, and people Palpatine returns. Still, Palpatine returns is terrible. Back. And who yeah. is right? Exactly. I still don't have clarity. Is Ray right. supposed to be? A I really liked Ryan Johnson's thing in in Last Jedi that she's no that her family isn't important. She's yeah. not from anywhere. She's just a force sensitive. She's she just not happened a Skywalker. to be this person who is very force sensitive who came at the right moment in time and became important. It's just and random, I, right? And like I, I like that. I think Star Wars needs a little more of that. It's very much like you know historical King's line of whatever, and it's yeah. a little bit of a weird thing at this point. It would be nice if there were a few people who just came out of obscurity and became very powerful. And uh, I hate that they retconned that. I really wish they had not. I, and I agree. Right. It, like they just, the ending they becomes incredibly out. muddled because they retconned that. It's exactly. Clear. And then they chickened out. Right? They chickened out and lost. The, it was like, if you're, if you're all in on this story, then go in. But then yeah. they chickened out. They left these hmm. actors out to dry. Oh, John 100%. Boyega and... Kelly, poor Kelly Richard Bailey gets to be Kelly, in it yeah. at all. She's got right. one scene where she's like, I'm going to stay here. You guys go have an adventure. And then she's not in the movie. It's, they it's, hang them out to dry and don't acknowledge that at least part of the reason that they did that was racist backlash. Right. They're just like, oh, people didn't like the story. And then now they're like, mm. oh, it's right. It's sort of it's a it's a very it's a bad situation for the actors. It's a, it's a bad situation for Disney. And it's a lack yeah. of leadership. Exactly. It was a lack of leadership. They did. You know, this is the thing. George Lucas had was an orator with a vision. And then they gave this to J.J. Abrams. They kind of begged him to do and they had rain johnson and then you i don't know who did the last one jj abrams uh, again jj abrams came James back again to do and it's just like i don't know that jj abrams had a vision here you know no what well, the vision was oh no the internet got mad let's just do what the internet wants i think mm. <laughs> and uh and that th that's really pretty uh, much where, and that's always a bad a way to tell stories uh, yeah I mean, it feels like reddit edited mm. the movie and it's just like no you can't you can't do that and they're yeah. they're trying to even do the avengers endgame thing at the end like every star wars ship from every timeline is gonna portal yes. in and it's like just stop it just yeah. stop it. yeah the whole thing this was a mess uh um, mess chris so terrio the same screenwriter as uh batman v superman and justice league oh great what keep a, them, what a keep filmography. them away from any other ip <laughs> what a filmography yeah, yeah. please so, don't touch things anymore do you think now, what they're going to do with Mandalorian, Bo Book of Boba Fett in this time period is, this is my theory, and I, I did talk to John Favreau, and I did uh, pitch him on this, oh. um, and I said, like, why don't you just tell the new story of what happened after Return of the Jedi, since you're kind of on that way, and of course, Luke Skywalker showing up, and it's kind of like, we now have Grogu, who obviously is going to go be in part of luke's training center mm -hmm. i think they have this like almost a path of reconciliation with the fans like me who wanted to see it, the carrie fisher story want to see it recast it, carrie fisher or used to cgi i, I felt like it. the luke skywalker stuff is close to the uncanny valley for Kathleen me Kathleen kennedy said they're not going to read they're not going to recast they they felt like they, they mm. felt like they, the lesson they took from solo which they, did not was not a hit. Do well. Is was don't people don't want to see different actors they don't know as these I was characters. okay with Solo. I was okay with it. I, 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 like I disagree with her. I don't, yeah, I mean, I I don't love Solo, yeah. but I don't think that's the takeaway. I think you could no. feel free to recast, but they're not going to do that. I don't think they're going to totally redo the sequel movies, but I think they're going to do exactly what they did with the prequels, which is, this is what Dave Filoni, the guy who did the Clone yes, Wars show. Yes, he filled in everything, the, yes. 
This is what he's so good at. He's going to fill in all of the weird gaps and make it a better story with the supplemental materials. And then people will get excited about it because they like the supplemental materials. It's exactly what happened with the prequels. Everybody was down on the prequels, but now everybody loves that same Clone Wars is so great. It fills everything in with the Mandalorian War. Yeah, exactly. And, And added all these characters people love added all of this stuff that helps to sort of buttress the storytelling of the movies where Mm. it kind of starts to feel inconsistent or fall apart. Like you can fill in, oh, Obi-Wan had this relationship with Padme, which helps explain why they're closer at the end of Sith. Or, oh, here's Mm -hmm. what happened to Anakin that kind of gave him this attitude readjustment that he just shows up with suddenly. And I feel like I'm very confident that Filoni is going to be able to do the same thing yeah, with the later ones. Like as much as I don't love- Should they do Princess Leia? It's satisfying, yeah. Uh, CGI, like have her daughter play her and then just CGI it a bit and try to get the Uncanny I mean, Valley sure thing going. We'll, I feel like we'll get some mm. beats like this moving forward. I doubt they're totally done with doing that, especially because the fan response was so positive to doing it with Mark Hamill and they've had it so worked. much success. Yeah, with for it. me. Uh, yeah. I feel like there's, yeah, there's no stopping Did it work for now. you? Did you get thrown out of the it. film? You're I'll 90%, you what, I, 80%? I'm always, yeah. always going to be partial to just just recast it just find a guy like to me sebastian stan who plays winter soldier in the mcu if you put him in the right wig he looks remarkably like mark hamill yes to me i would just like put put him in there he's luke skywalker now he looks like it works for me i felt the same way about rogue one where they did peter cushing they like cartooned him to be tarkin Mm. in that one right what about charles dance from game of thrones tywin lannister is the perfect i would love to see him play grandma it's more interesting to do that it and is. They an, did you, it with Obi Wan. They gave you, you an McGregor. Actor. It's always going to be more fun to me to have an actor. <laughs> flesh like, and blood I'm, I'm sorry. Like, wait, they're not going to recast. You're right. Like we're literally watching a whole series that's been recast, and nobody's and mad because we're yeah. like, yeah, he's younger. So, that yeah, makes exactly. perfect sense. And Leia's not being played yeah. by Carrie yeah. Fisher. Yeah. I'm certain that I'm certain that Disney's going to hear this and take the notes. I feel confident. I hope Kathleen Kennedy listens to it. Recast Luke and Leia, and let's go and let's tell their story. We love little Leia. We're ready for middle. We didn't get to Star Trek, but let's do all five Star Trek next time. So we great, great. This has been great. We can't mix the stars. No, there's yeah, the the can't cross the stream. Cross the star streams. That's bad. The only thing I'll say to preview our discussion about Star Trek is, I thought it was like particularly weird in science fiction to have this racist weirdness happening when you have Ahura is the subject of episode two of the Star the new Star Trek series, um, Mm -hmm. which is Star Trek Strange uh, New Worlds. Strange New Worlds. And I'm two in. You guys are five in. It's for I'm for me, I'm I'm kind of digging it, uh, but I, I, I I'm excited so to hear that you guys think it gets better. But we're literally talking about Ohura was a groundbreaking moment for television and for science fiction in, in 1960. Yeah, but nerds nerds have the memory of there's there's no cultural and we're memory here. here. 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, 2010s. Well, you saw the 22, there were people the 20s. There were people complaining that is, Strange friend. New Worlds is too woke. Didn't you see yeah. that? There have been oh, yeah. like why What's is Star woke Trek woke oh, now? Yeah. Because well, wait, Star, Star Trek, Trek was the ultimate. That, that's been it's the idea been. is that they've exactly. always been society. The they've been ahead of society, and he's used. I mean, I'm pretty sure that at this point, if you're not just straight up Darth Vader. Then you're woke. Well, exactly. Yes. Like that. I'm sorry. That's what it's like, right? The like term I'm just has like, become a oh, catch-all to mean anything do you mean that I don't somebody like. Somebody should cast a yeah 
person for James Bond who's not English. It's and not casting. Mad. They would even be mad about the story then. Like, it's like, you can't, there's no appeasing. I, I would be cool with an, uh, a series on Amazon, because we're talking about the streaming wars here. Mm-hmm. And now uh, Bezos bought MGM, which owns Star, uh, which owns James Bond. Bond. But mm-hmm. it gets, it's a little I, I, hairy. You got to make deals with the broccolis on the side. Yeah, still. that's they not They don't just a, own it outright. That's but not a simple... It. Mm-mm. They're splitting it with Eon Productions. Got it. I would be totally cool with anybody having the 007 moniker. Did you see uh, No Time to Die? Lashana yes. Lynch is 007. Yes. It works great. Yeah. Totally believable I mean, as 007. Was, he, 007 was still in it. So it wasn't like... Right. I, but, I'm saying if they wanted to do another 007 movie with her, do it. I'm okay with it. Uh, who's not okay with it? It's like interesting. It's interesting to try different things. Racists and misogynists. <laughs> I'm, o- and racist I'm also misogynists. okay with it being an Turns English out dude again. I- I'm fine with that too. I mean, I guess Ian Fleming's books, if they're based on his books, it's based on that character, but I- you can't be, it's acting, folks. You can, you can have different characters. Also, and it's they are, fiction. They are fiction already is... so different. Have you ever read a Bond novel? They're great. I really I like them. The yeah. movies are already extremely different. Like the uh, early Connery ones are are close closer, but yes. still not. Still, it's it always was. Ca- the movies have always been campier and a little sillier. The, the books have always yeah. tried to be more gritty, and so it's already different. You can, you you can you do want. different things. It just got to be high quality. I think that's the the bottom line. I, agree. I agree. pick good actors, big story writers, and that's why Obi Wan works. Racist and that's and why sexist the, will still be mad no matter how good the actors are. We just so need to ignore them. Them. Like, yeah. Yeah, so exactly. them. Like, who cares? Yeah, just ignore them. They're not relevant. Yeah, don't react. Right? Them. Like, don't it's, change your stories and, for the and worst the idea, people in the world. Right. And the idea that you would be able to come up with a middle ground that would appease them, like we're going to make dumb. a diverse show that's inclusive, but we're not going to offend. It's not possible. You can't. You well, can't and, and what percentage that of people is this anyway? Like, what is the right. overlay of Star Wars right. fans to raise us in one percent? They're just really good at Internet. If we have yes, seen that's anything, what it is. They're that so they're good really at good at Internet and, and, and Twitter. They're such mega trolls. Yeah. They know how to make themselves they appear. appear very big and, and loud. Yeah. And, and but when you get down to the numbers, we saw this. Oh boy, people are going to be mad at me for saying this. We saw this with the the, the Snyder Cut stuff. Yes, where mm. the online the noise behind that campaign was so loud, it was deafening. It was everybody. You couldn't. No, Warner Brothers couldn't tweet without a flood of responses that were just demanding the Snyder Cut. And then it came out, and it's not even among the you know the five most viewed movie debuts of that year on HBO Max. Yep, that yeah. group was not potent enough to make these movies a billion dollar box office. It it just felt that way because they were so on noise. Twitter. It's a exactly. Twitter phenomenon. It's, it's a Twitter, Twitter slash Reddit phenomenon. They probably have a bunch of bot accounts. It's probably and, one. I mean, it's probably two we're dudes. Seeing, you know, it's like, probably two dudes with eight thousand accounts, and they've just created their own bot army. One hundred percent. Yes. It's like they, literally two dudes got this Snyder cut delivered. And like in both, pol- not to belabor this forever, but in both politics and entertainment, nobody yes. has figured out yet that this is a playbook. It is it's a, a strategy. Yes. It's basically it's a, a small PR campaign. People, yeah. Called brigading. Yes. yes. And yes, yeah, it's brigading smarter, like be to smarter. get the science fiction that you, that three dudes want in their mom's basement eating fish sticks. I no mean, offense. a lot of it, too, is a business at this point, too. We've yeah. seen I mean, we also saw this. I don't want to get into this as a topic, but we also saw this with the Depp Heard trial that a lot of people 
just wrote it to views because it's so clickable. Here we go. And, you know, like making videos, making content about it every day is a great way to get a lot of eyes on you, whether or not you have a good faith thing to say about it. Yeah, it literally, I saw the, there's this, whatever the law and order uh, channel is on YouTube that I guess was the main feed of this. Um, you know, just once you click on one, now YouTube is like, yeah, you got to see this. Oh, yeah. They're like, check this out forever. It had right. tens of the verdict. I don't know if it had 30 or 40 million views. It was like a modern day OJ thing. Yeah. Um, but it was a streaming moment. If you think about it, uh, you know, true crime uh, and jury trials from OJ and everything on um, is yeah. a big business. So this was a specific moment for. This is the channel. Yeah. What is it called? Yeah. Three order million subscribers. Lauren Crime Network. Like, who is Law and Crime Network that stole the Law and Order some, logo? Some very clever folks who now are millionaires. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, they, how many views is that? I can't see from here. But, 30 million uh, views. 30 so million then, views. like, scroll down to, like, four yeah. months ago on this channel, and let's look at what their views were. Yeah. Well, if you go to videos, then you just, yeah. But it's incredible. Like, this channel has just gone bonkers. Yeah. Um, and... It's kind of like the new CNN or what was the what was the law channel that broke out in OJ? I know CNN benefited from, but wasn't there a legal channel? Law oh TV yeah, there, or something? there was. was a, there yeah, there was, was court, court, TV. Court, TV. court TV. Thank you. Court TV. Right. So it's like the modern day court TV. It is. Right. Uh, well, I was thinking about imagine if Twitter and TikTok and Instagram had been around during the OJ. OJ? Like, imagine oh how Lord. crazy that would have been. Uh, yeah, because that went horrible. on for a year. That was not like this yeah. was you know eight weeks of and really it was kind of discovery. like this too like it had every aspect of society right it had celebrity it, was, it had it racism was a race. yes it was it a had, police thing it was it, a police know, thing yeah. and this had all of that too because this was all violence, about me too, too thing. and abuse uh, yeah it touches yeah. on yeah. so many of these things that there's it so many people all the horrible things in society exactly pretty much yeah. celebrities domestic violence anyway um, i just brought that up to be like a lot of it is more yeah. cynical than i think i yeah. think we we, we oh, tend yes. to talk about these topics like we're like everybody's like a true really believer right. and like no a lot of these people are just blatant frauds and they They're just grifters. want the views and the money exactly it's just purely that a is a big part of it yeah, yeah. i mean if you if you can get your meme game on or you get your clip game on you right. can just ride it i know i because exactly. I, I do tiktok every couple of days to just you know um remind myself how horrible humanity is and like it just they're they're torturing and they're making characters out of each of the people in Johnny Depp trial. Like the one attractive attorney on Depp's side is like, she's dating. They're, they're, they're like speculating she's like dating and in a relationship with Johnny Depp. It's like, or she's a great attorney. Who yeah. This, the whole thing to became be reality. moderately attractive oh or something. God, gross. The whole yeah, thing like became a reality They're just making everybody into characters. Immediately. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. This I is mean, horrible. Yeah. It's American celebrity culture, I think. Is I mean, yeah. Where do you see the worst? England. Where do you see the UK? The word, yeah. right. Totally. The Daily Mail. <laughs> You're right. It's not the. We're like the second. We want to be the worst. We're, trying but we're not quite we're there trying yet. Hard we're to trying hard to the sun. <laughs> okay. Now we're just ourselves out about. I, I don't, the verdict was also interesting. Like that. It's going to be that he won. Like, of they course, everything of gets appealed, but both yeah. won. She won they like a tiny won, thing about was, her attorney. I saw, like he won I saw more. one lawyer talking about it where it's definitely going to be appealed because it's sort of contradictory. It's like, well, how could they both have defamed the other? It yeah. sort of has to be. Well, it was the attorney defamed Amber Heard because he right, said it was like, a they hoax, both, right? They both like, it, how, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. what is possible, I guess, for it's two people mess. to defame each other in a fight? Normally know, it would like, be possible for two people to defame each other, but her defamation was based on lying. And it's like, well, how could they, how could, 
how could she how could he have been i don't know well, I, i'm i'm saying the whole thing is very yeah the whole thing was very weird um, the whole thing is very weird and yeah we don't we don't need to get it yeah, I know. yeah it's all gross yeah but we yeah. will talk about star trek next week because yeah. it is so if you want to get into the more details so get the first five or six lovely. episodes on your it'll probably be six at that time so try to get all six yes well all by right. then the six will have debuted at midnight the night before so all right. perfect binge 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 thank you a lot see you, then. We'll see you next time thanks bye guys bye. yeah bye, bye.